so you remember how Tinder works? I I remember how Tinder works. Fortunately. So I was on Tinder doing the stupid Tinder thing. This is weird. I only have Tinder and I have Hinge. Mm-hmm. And I'll go to Hinge when I'm like feeling quirky and fun and like mm. actually worth my shit. And I'll go to Tinder when it's demon time, right? Not that anything has any, any come of it in the past, I don't know, month and a half. Uh-huh. But um, I was on Tinder just like mindlessly scrolling. And I, do you know how, this might be stupid, you can tell when someone has liked you. There's a few tells mm. when they've like swiped right on you and you like you get to decide at this point. One tell, you might know this, you might not. When you first open the app, the first person is always someone hot. Oh, yeah. And the second person is someone that had liked you. I did hear that before. So that's one tell. Another tell is um, if they're outside your like distance range. <gasps> so I think mine was set to like five miles, which is essentially like the valley you're like i'm not driving into the city right (laughs) well i'm just trying to keep away from like weho or like okay a certain type of person that's probably why we've never seen each other on tinder i've been on i've had it set to as far as 20 miles that takes you as far down as like long beach which is too fucking far. But I'm I'm not driving to. I had to drive to Long Beach no. to see a play, and I was like, I am. I decided trekking. recently I'm not going to be the friend that drives people places. Yes. I'm not picking you up if you don't have a car. You better Uber and meet me there. I'll drive you home so you get home safe. But I'm not doing both ways. Uh huh. And if it's like you should come over, night of no. Wow, we're setting boundaries. I, it is because it's like I'm tired of spending my gas and not getting anything in return. It frustrated me. So I'm like, I'm not doing it anymore. Mm. If you're not within 10 miles of me and the 10 miles is a very specific, like not driving into downtown for you, mm, no. not going to Santa Monica for you. I might go to Santa Monica. Like, if I'm going by my like on my own. Yeah, I, I think I think um, there are very hot people who live on the west side. Mm. Anyway. I came across someone that my friend had recommended. I'm giving Taylor like a winky eye because she knows who I'm talking about. (gasps) This is someone that my friend was like, you should meet them. And I was like, why? Asking them to just say because they're available and (laughs) of a certain sexual orientation. I'm like, why? Say it. Say it. Um, There was no like spark when we had actually met in person. But I saw that they had liked me on Tinder. I immediately closed the app. Because you don't want to make a decision make either a decision. way. Also, like... I, I have people like that. I'm just like, I don't know, man. If I don't... I have the... It's like, if I don't feel 100% about you, it's like, it's not worth my time. We're yeah. not swiping on short people anymore. <laughs> We're that's not swiping on, on people that, like, they look sweet. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> like, oh, he looks like... He you would look, be really nice. Yeah. She looks, like, really kind. No. I wonder if people have thought that about me. Like that thought makes me want to throw up. Like I stopped caring what people think about me. Okay. On those apps specifically. How did you arrive that at that um, level of zen? Because I can get very like in my head and and aware of the microaggressions on these apps, mm. and so I'm, it's very happy stupid mode of me. It's just like if I want to be on these apps, I'm going to realize that half of these people I'm not their cup of tea simply because I'm not white mm. and muscular. And then the other half of people, that's 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 my play my playground yes. at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So neither of the apps really produce fruit, if you will. Mm-hmm. I've been on one date and it was because I knew the person already. Um, they have since unmatched me. <laughs> that's 
One one time, okay, so I recently deleted all the apps because I'm like, I'm gonna focus on myself. Mm-hmm. Lying. Delusion. What? <laughs> it's a delusion. Delusion. Um, and but before I had deleted it, I matched with this one guy, and he had something in his bio. He was like, he was like, I don't like tattoos, and I like thought it was like. Like, what does that mean? Like, you don't, you never personally want to get any tattoos or are you like averse to dating people with tattoos? Mm. Like what, how serious, like, what is that? And you're, you're a tatted mama with your But like, I have two very like tiny tattoos, you know, it's like, I, I'm not very heavily tatted, obviously. And so I, I asked him, I was like, how serious is the like tattoo deal breaker? He's like, unfortunately, like it is really, you know, it is a deal breaker for me. I'm not going to date anyone with tattoos. And I was like, it's weird. He was like, I know that's weird. And I'm like, that is weird. That but, is like, weird. Set your boundaries, King. I think I said that. And then he unmatched me. That's funny. Some people need to be reminded how absurd they sound. I'm sure uh-huh. I do, too. But that's like a really. But, like at least laugh at yourself. Yeah. Like, understand that this is absurd. OK, but do you think. Because that is absurd, but do you think that that is more absurd than us having a height preference? Y- yes. Mm-hmm. Because I'm endeavoring to be physical with someone. The lights are off. I don't care what tattoos are on your body. That's so real. But, like, if you are Lord Farquaad, <laughs> like, there is a difference. <laughs> Sorry. Can we get started with this episode? We can come back to this we conversation. Can. <laughs> Lord Farquaad. Number three, me lord. That hurt me. <laughs> you don't like short women either, do you? No, that's not true. I think women oh. get more of a... Women get a pass, thank God. Not entirely. Like, I would love... <laughs> you said not not too fast. <laughs> slow you, slow, stop you there. Um, like, I would love to be tossed around by, like, Little Miss Amazon. Do you know what I mean? Don't we all? But... I understand how rare that is. It is more common to like find a man that is taller than me or equal height. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if if I find a woman that's like five nine, five ten, I've scored. Yeah, you have. Because that's like perfect hugging height. Your head is hitting my chest, and she'll be so thrilled to have found someone so tall. Sure. I don't think like I have not come across a woman taller than six f- feet on these apps. I haven't. Yeah. Let alone. <laughs> it's let like the al- Netflix movie Tall Girl. Tall Girl. Hit her would, up. I, no, wasn't she a teenager? I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> me either. She's like, life's so hard for me. I'm six foot. And she's like, shut up. Yeah, shut the fuck shut up. up. <laughs> Go date a basketball player and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name's Taylor. My name is Kai. And welcome back to another episode of... No, no follow-up, follow-up questions. questions. The show where we talk about the booms, the bangs, and the blunders of living through your 20s. It's been a weird start to this episode. I'm fucked up, you guys. Like, it's, it's Taylor over Taylor has been put through the ringer. I smashed a vase before we started this. We're taking multiple L's. Yeah. It's the, I'm the in di- my clumsy era. <laughs> in his clumsy era. <laughs> Literally, metaphorically, <laughs> financially. <laughs> I'm making... Very like bad for like bad decisions. God is being being like careful with your next step, and we're like playing hopscotch over the uh-huh. line. <laughs> I'm like, I literally just want to have fun and enjoy my life. And God said, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> this is one of the scariest Sundays mm. of all time. 
we talk about the Sunday scaries, but mm-hmm. this is one of the scariest Sundays. So <laughs> I decided I wanted to be fun. Sure. I feel like I'm coming out of like a depressive spiral. You're coming out. <laughs> I'm coming out. Um, not yet, but I... <laughs> I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to do fun shit this weekend. How do you? Yeah. Um, Because we we work with this um, older gentleman and he was he's very concerned that me and my other assistant friend Antoinette were like always at work. We're like, you know, how did he express this concern? He's like, what are you ladies up to this weekend? And we're like, "Uh, we might go to dinner. He's like you ladies have to be having more fun. You need to be out there. And like, I'll tell him about my dating life. And he's like, Taylor, come on. Like, you need a guy who worships you. I'm like, true. have no idea what it's like in the trenches. <laughs> but um, You should ask him, do you worship your wife? So yesterday I was like having the best day. Mm-hmm. I went to go, day. I slept in, I woke up. Like I went to get my hair cut. I got this sick Beautiful. new haircut. Yeah. I'm feeling so good. Sensational. And then whenever I, like I used to live in East Hollywood and I, you know, miss the East side vibe. And so whenever I go out there, I like make a day of it. So mm-hmm. I got my hair done. And then I went to this like really cute, like deli in Lincoln Heights and ate this bomb sandwich and like read my book. Cute. And then I went to drop off some clothes at the like St. Vincent de Paul I always go to. And like, what does that mean? All it's like that? a goodwill kind of. Oh, okay. so you like donated clothes? Yeah, donated, okay. to, donated some clothes. And then I went in and I was like, ooh, I'm going to thrift some, some pieces. And then I went to <laughs> Silver Lake Reservoir and I walked around. Damn. All of this by yourself. Yeah. Main character. I just like, you know. That sounds like such a good day. It was such a good day. And then like I was. You flew too close to, close to the sun. Right. Because then I was like that night going to go out mm-hmm. with like a new friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm so excited. Girls night. Girls night. Girls night. So we <laughs> went to no vacancy scare. Um, Did you, you guys didn't get in? Well, we we did not wait, to be fair. Okay. We stuck around for, like, less than five minutes, and then we're like, fuck it. Um, We could have probably gotten in if we had waited a bit, right. but we just did not feel like it. So we um, then, you know, walked down the street, and I'm going to call up these bars by name so you all know to be careful. Mm-hmm. Madam Siam slash Dirty Laundry. I was, like, looking so hot. I had my new haircut. I was, like, I'm going to, like, meet people and make friends and flirt with guys and get drunk. And, like, things were going well until I realized, like, okay, no, until we went to the bathroom and the bathroom was flooded. Mm -hmm. There was, like, a two inches of standing water. Thankfully, I was wearing platforms. But that's gross. Crazy. It was coming from the toilet or the sink? No idea. Gross. Whole bathroom. Did it stink? Multiple stalls, like all flooded. Gross. No idea where the water was coming from. And then I realized after we had gone to the bathroom, I did not know where my phone was. And then, of course, hmm. people ask you, when was the last time you remember having it? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Did you get the Uber there? No. Tight. Yeah. Tight. Uh huh. And like I, I'm like I'm living in the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at my phone. Right. I'm putting my phone away. Realized I did not have my phone. Asked around. I was conv- I was like, oh, I probably left it at home. 
No. I log into the Find My like phone app. Yeah. app. My phone is going on a trip to Koreatown. Tight. Someone took the phone. So someone took it. Mm-hmm. And then also missing from the same pocket of my purse, my COVID vax card. Who needs it? <laughs> Me. You. So now my, my paper copy is gone. Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> Good luck getting another one. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're never going to get another one. Well, I think like I would have to. I don't if, know I if, get, if I get another booster. They give you a fresh one. I have three. Oh, really? Yes. Because I had like my same card with my first dose, second dose booster all written down. No, on they it. gave me they gave me a fresh one each time I went back. Okay, great. Yeah. So I probably will get a fresh one the next time I get boosted. Right. But um, so scary. I was up to like 4.30 like fighting with like the chat support for, on Apple, Apple and Verizon. What were they doing for you? Nothing. Just trying to locate it? I was like trying to get them to like erase the phone, but then I realized I could do it myself. But then it was it says like erase pending because like I guess yeah. my battery died. If it died, it's like as soon as it loads. But this happened to me last year. Oh, someone really? stole my phone. Yeah. Oh, that's it makes me feel better. Well, it makes you f- feel so violated. Yeah, I have nudes on that phone. Great. That's, I don't. That's not actually the part that I well, care no, about. Well, no, because your most, phone is though. locked down. It's just like all of your shit is. All gone. my shit is there, and then I like so I'm. I wake up like fucking hungover, scared, like I don't have my phone. Mm -hmm. I drive my ass to the Verizon store. I have to I have to look it up on a map and remember where it is Mm -hmm. and drive there. Tight. Like the fucking Oregon Trail. (laughs) I when I lost my phone or had it stolen, I had to do the same T-Mobile. I went to one T-Mobile store. The one that I looked up closed irrevocably. Uh, that was a weird use of that word. Irrevocably. So I just drove until I saw another T-Mobile store. <laughs> I just went. Do you remember like when we would go on like road trips or whatever, like as a kid, like my parents would print out like yeah, maps. MapQuest. But people would, were dead ass like just raw dogging driving. <laughs> in this city? In my own neighborhood? Do you expect me to know where I'm going? I no. like know where like things are that i go to like i have right. like little neighborhoods i know but like i don't know where the nearest verizon store right. is no um and it was like so and like i walked in and like as i was walking into the store some man was like angrily pushing the door and was like i fucking hate this company and i was like same hi hey. <laughs> but the guy was helpful he sold me a new phone which is like great new phone but scare yeah scare bad. Bad timing, good-ish outcome. But I then guess. I also realized I had not actually backed up my phone since May 2021. <laughs> Just gulped. That was funny. So it's the, August 2022. Huh? It's August 2022. You're so you're so right. And That's sad. So it's like a time capsule. You know what that means? Like what my life was like. It's just a memory now. This whole so I can pretend this whole past year never happened. No. Anyone that you texted, gone, gone. Any picture that you, it's like all gone. So it's a fresh start. You know what? I would have loved to keep those um, pictures of my dead dog, but you know, I have the memories. Um, Would have loved to have like all the apps I downloaded in the past year. I had home base on my phone. From when we worked at the coffee shop? Yeah. But like it was, it's so I'm slowly trying to like, you know, I had to download the mail app that I use for my 
new job. It's like so crazy. Um, so I'm slowly rebuilding. We will rebuild. We will rebuild. And unfortunately, it'll be torn down again. Civilizations are meant to fail. But I'm, I'm trying not like <laughs> it. Mine is crumbling. I, <laughs> I'm getting scared. <laughs> I'm trying not to like I, cause feel too um, bad or stressed about it. Yeah, shit like that happens all the time. Shit happens. And like, I, I don't know whether like somebody went into my purse or I just like dropped it mm. or like set it down. You know, I was getting elbowed a lot. People love to shove me anyway, <laughs> but I'm trying not to feel super stressed about it and to be like, it's just like a thing. Yeah. Like nobody was hurt. Nobody was like, killed. let's hope like, they are selling that phone and paying for something that they really need. Let's hope that they like they obviously needed it more than you did. No, I don't moment. think that's true. Okay. I don't care. Okay. I don't care about whoever stole it. Okay, fuck them. My bad. Actually, fuck them. Fuck them. Because also, who wants an iPhone 11? No one. Like, we've moved on. <laughs> but I maybe that they looked at me and they were like, this girl's rich and they, she probably has a new phone. It was the haircut. That's, I look like, I realize like I look like. You can afford a new phone. I look like Lisa Rinna. Who? She's a real housewife. Look her, Real Housewife heads, you know. Anytime someone says Real Housewife, I think of Miss The Stallion saying real hot girl shit. Real Housewife. <laughs> That's funny. That's not that funny. <laughs> Thanks for the pity laugh. Give me though. a chuckle. <laughs> Give me a laugh. Um, but that's my life. I I well, don't want to do I I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Taylor Taylor. I just want to be happy, and I don't understand why good why bad things happen to good people. So maybe I'm not a good person. Maybe we're not good people. That's po- that's possible. That I thought about that. Entirely possible. Do you ever like find yourself being cunty, and you're like, I'm kind of a bitch. I'm kind of a bitch like right I, now have come to the realization real recently not the best texter all the time mm-hmm. and i don't bother to hide how i'm really feeling on yeah. my face that's can be good or bad right it's it's not even something that i like care to pretend that i'm good at mm-hmm. like i might be good at it in a professional setting but like i just don't care anymore i don't think genuinely i don't think we're bad people because we are constantly finding ways to be better mm-hmm. and i think that's what makes a good person a good person but Sometimes I do feel like I'm being curb stomped by the universe. Right. <laughs> yeah. But maybe everybody feels like that. Probably. Being alive is a horrible experience. You know. And like. <laughs> that was dark. God damn it. <laughs> I have no intention of stopping being alive. But uh-huh. I, it doesn't feel good. I, I feel like, I mean, everybody's problems seem big to them. Yeah. And also like being rich or being hot like doesn't prevent you from bad shit happening to no. you, but i have to imagine it cushions the blow right the ability to be able to afford a new phone exactly if, as opposed to not being able to like that's like, huge probably feels a little better yeah. like you have the the privilege of just feeling violated instead of being also without a phone yeah right honestly you should be thankful i <laughs> i know it's like i i nobody died nobody got hurt everything's fine but i was it's just like so annoying hmm. and i feel like I feel like um, pu- like be- going out and like having fun is like very scary. And I felt like that in COVID. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that with monkeypox. And then it's like, oh, also like, you know, your shit could get stolen. Someone could spike your drink. Like someone could assault you. Like it's all yeah, these. Yeah, just being outside as a woman. Yeah. Is also dangerous. Yeah. Like 
Well, I guess anyone. But. I'm trying to fight against the urge to just like hole up in my apartment and be very antisocial, but. I have been for the past few weeks uh-huh. just to avoid getting sick or whatnot. Um, and now it's like I've realized that now that's all I want to do is mm. be stuck in the house. And I don't want to end up like that. But like, I, I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I feel like it's okay to go through phases too. Yeah. Because there was this summer I like wanted to yeah. shake ass all summer. Uh-huh. And I think I got it out of me. Yeah. And now yeah. you're hibernating. Hibernating. Yeah. Just waiting for the winter. It's too fucking hot outside. It, it, it's so it's hot. It's so hot. Yeah. They're like, wear long sleeves so you don't come into contact with anyone. I'm like, no. No, I'm going to be minimal clothing. Maximal comfort in my bedroom. Thank uh-huh. you. You had a question for me. I did. Okay. Okay. So I don't know why this has popped into my head, but do you ever like see a person and yes. you're like, you look like you belong in this era. The, what do you mean by era? Like this like, time period? Yeah. Um, y- yes. Like this chick looks like she oh, is like from the 50s. Oh, not specifically the one that we're in. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. You know? Or it's like, like someone from another time. Yeah. Right. What do you think your era is? I actually just asked this. Like I went through this with my coworkers recently. Mm. Everyone put me in like 80s or 90s. Mm. I would probably put myself if I if I were going backwards in time, minus the whole racism discrimination, <laughs> right. Part, right? I would probably do like late eighties, early nineties. Uh huh. I was gonna say like seventies because I feel like some of your most iconic looks are like yeah the flare pants. I do have a good flare going on. The open vest. Sure. When your hair was long, it was very like. I am a swinger after you know? all. Yeah. It's like, all the drugs that I take too. For sure. Yeah. Um, I feel that and I would I would I would because uh-huh. the way my my grandma turned out and my aunt my mom's older sister mm-hmm. they're like hippies through and through mm. and that's a result of that time period and I'm just like that's they live life on, on a wavelength that I wish I could get to one day yeah where like things just come and go and life's groovy man totally. <laughs> that sounds so nice and I think that comes from like thriving in that time period and then living through the hellhole of of the rest of the time mm-hmm. periods um beyond that the 50s seem fun in a like a buttoned up kind of way like a post-war like yeah i wouldn't go anywhere where people are shooting guns though absolutely not the people are shooting guns now but like i would be, have been drafted back then that's scary i would have been a dig- disgrace to society back then but um beyond that yeah yeah what about you okay i've gotten a couple times mm-hmm. that like my look is like 1800s no your look let me think like 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 my like my face and bo- like my my being and that's weird to me i don't see 1800s when i think 1800s my mind goes to like not even america it goes to like victorian era yeah england mm-hmm. which isn't that's a very one image of that time period but i can't picture you like like i know too much about you i think okay i can't detach you from just your look Uh you're too much you're too outspoken to be in that time period and just to like be submissive to some dude Mm. i think that would be your role likes to be like um i don't know i think i would have been bored if i wasn't allowed to like do shit i can see myself being like a like a pioneer lady like okay Emily Earhart minus the dying in an airplane no like we're 
were homesteading. Oh shit. Oregon Trail. Yeah. Diphtheria. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I have like I can see that. And I have like six kids. Oh my god. Like you're wearing overalls and the knees are a little bit worn. Uh-huh. You don't wash your hair. No. You can grow your own food. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I have a hot husband. I feel like that's he can like cut logs. That's eighteen hundreds? In my head. You're you're like you're in the, the gold rush era. I uh, yeah, I'm in the gold rush. You're headed to the Wild West. Uh-huh. F- saloon girl? Oh, I'm a saloon girl. You own girl. the bar though. <gasps> Absolutely. My husband tragically died of diphtheria. Mysterious wink wink. Typhus. Something. <laughs> and unfortunately his his duties and wealth were left to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. And but I'm it's the, the Wild West, so like fuck owner yeah. Of the saloon. Mm-hmm. The town respects you, but not as much as a man. But like you still get, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> um, wait, I'm like, and so invested in this yes. life now. I can absolutely see what? you in that. You'd be so cool, dude. I'd be the baddest bitch in town. Absolutely. What would your saloon be called? You could go easy, Taylor's Tavern. I, I, my name can't be Taylor. That's a modern name. Oh, you're changing your name. I have to. What would, right. would it be something similar or something completely different? Ooh, my middle name is Clarissa, but I'd be like Clara. But it, it's like written Clarissa on your birth certificate, but yeah, you go I'm by like Clara. Clara. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Wow. Who is she? Wow. Who is she? I, I feel like my backstory is boring as hell now. No, 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 no. We can flush it out. No, we don't have to. Unless Do you want to pick 80s or 90s? Or 70s? Let's do... Hmm. I feel like 70s is more fun. Like late 60s, early 70s. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're you live in New York, but I'd want the gravitas of Prince before the Jehovah's Witness era. Wow! But in the seventies would be cool. You live in New York, okay? You're always like hanging out in the park. Um, do you know the concept of a bee? What does that mean? So I watched a video by uh, this YouTuber named Nathaniel Drew. I think his last name is. He described a bee as a it's a gathering of like like-minded individuals that collect ideas and share blah 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 yeah so like a spelling b is a type of thing oh sick but like you can have just different b's yeah that's so interesting um i feel like i would do that i'd have like friends over in this communal house totally and like everyone is just free yeah you guys would like and you can be who you want however you want to share that talk about like good food good fashion great hair and you talk about art yeah Dance parties. Dance Great parties. Food. You threw the first brick at Stonewall. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's my favorite joke. Um, you, I feel like you're like you're like literary. Like maybe you like work in a bookstore. You like mm-hmm. own a bookstore. I wear glasses because I need them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I own a bookstore and I live above the bookstore. Shut up. Yes. You live above the bookstore. Shut up. And I feel like you. It's like very. Um, it's like you have like a lot of like I feel like you live with like a lot of roommates or something. Uh, maybe they're not my. Ro- I feel like the place is mine, but yeah. people come and go. Always people in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like pop in. and They're like, oh, I just like, you know, I just like roasted a chicken. What? <laughs> Do you want to sit around and I'll whip up some? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll whip up a, a a cake, whip up a tart, and we'll ha- drink a bottle of wine. The thing is, I want to come visit you. In the 1800s? Yeah. Time traveling besties. Okay, okay. You invent time travel accidentally. Accidentally. Come to visit me. And you just like flip through the wrong book at the wrong time and you're there. Uh-huh. It's like the Magic Tree House. Wow. You transport by like 
Reading. <laughs> what? <laughs> By reading. The power of, the power of reading. Escape the power to of a mentioning. good book. <laughs> wow, I'm like mentally like in this place i wish we had a bigger following so it could we, we could be like someone draw us in these yeah <laughs> someone draw us god if i had any talent whatsoever i know amy can draw she sure can amy amy if you're listening hey <laughs> claire you calls have homework you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to no. I know you're busy. um should we get into a topic yeah this, we should so this one this topic is a um, it's big in that we're going to split it over two episodes, mm-hmm. but we are breaking it down by gender. Yes. We're talking about codes. Yeah. Boy code, girl code, among other things. Uh-huh. Um, and for all my non-binary or gender fluid people, don't worry. You are included here. Um, I would love to actually yeah. hear from you and, and how you interact with these. But I just think we shouldn't necessarily speak to that if we don't. No. <laughs> I am not giving my perspective on that because that's not my experience. The they them experience. The they them experience. Two cis people. Okay. Um, okay, so what does guy code mean to you? I think very clinical. D- d- clinical? No. Like dictionary definition mm-hmm. would be like it's an unspoken set of rules amongst men mm-hmm. um, that encompass things like relationship etiquette or... Yeah. Um, how you interact with other dudes, how you interact with women, stupid shit like that. Yeah. Um, kind of like a totem pole hierarchy situation in social settings. What's good, what's not good. Historically, um, it's a stupid, very like toxic um, talking point that everyone just thinks they inherit. Mm. It's it's very Andrew Tate <gasps> in my mind. Jump scare. scare for sure. Um, we should bleep that name out. <laughs> no fuck him fuck him um yeah that's how i would define it when's like the first like have you ever experienced like a moment where guy like someone tried to pull guy code with you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um maybe in like high school is one that comes to mind where we're all like trying to hit on the same group of girls or something stupid like that Mm. i remember one time we were traveling for basketball and we went to some podunk town outside of where i grew up Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason we were like chilling after the game while or before the game or whatever before while the other team it's either the jv or varsity team i don't remember Mm -hmm. but when the other team was playing and someone was like daring people to go talk to girls and come away with numbers oh wow and there was like an etiquette to like like if you're in a relationship that's in quotes because we're all in high school Mm -hmm. lol those people are the ones like calling the shots and being like, you go, you Interesting. go. That's not, that's just what was happening. And then there's also like, this is the way you approach them. It was all. It's interesting that it's like as a tool to bond with each other, we are, we are going to uh-huh. approach women. Exactly. That, like that. happened It had to nothing me. to do with the girls that we were approaching. Yes. It was all to impress your bros. Absolutely. So one of my exes. Sure. The one that sucks. You know who you are. Uh, which one? But he, like before we, we went to the same school, but like before we ever met in person, uh-huh. he like DM'd me on Instagram and like we struck up a conversation. I was like, hey, crazy. Oh, my God. I like I felt very flattered. And then um, we ended up like, you know, meeting in person, mm-hmm. dating, whatever. But then like in our, during our relationship, it was like bringing up the fact that he had like you know sought me out and i was like i felt very like 
special. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, that night it was like me and my friends. Like I, you know, I told him like I could get any girl to talk to me to, if I just DM her. So I was like just picking a random girl and like I knew I could get your number. Like it was like a game that they were playing where mm-hmm. they would just like DM girls and like be like, oh, I can get more numbers than you. Like that kind of thing. Ew. And then that made me feel like shit. I feel like that was one of the only times that I, I had no intention of like dating any of these girls. That mm-hmm. was one of the only times that I really felt pressured to participate in a game like that. Mm. Um, and I'm pretty sure I like bombed. It was my first time like approaching some stranger. Mm. But there's always the like bros before hoes trope. There's yeah. the like you, you're not supposed to date your your friend's ex. Mm-hmm. Um, Does that happen though? Absolutely, all the time. Yeah. Yes, people are messy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like I, like <laughs> that's happened, like, like, so, like I've, homie hopper, and just kidding. Um, I've like, <laughs> like years later, like I dated a friend of that mm-hmm. said ex, and it was like weird because I was like, why are you guys like, like it was like a weird like secret mm. and like this is like taboo, but you're gonna do it anyway. I will say. This is my experience. Amongst dudes, it is less of a big deal, especially if time has passed and like, or if you've talked about it or y'all weren't even that serious. Mm-hmm. It's less of a big deal if, if like my other guy friend dates someone that I dated. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was like in love with you and then my friend dates you, yeah, that'd be an issue. Canceled. But like, I actually don't know if it would, but like. I think girls are more more serious about it, though. Like, you will get in trouble right. with girls if you date someone that your friend really liked. Right, 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 like- <laughs> right, right. It's not that serious with dudes. Yeah. Right. And I think there's the... the Some guys will be like, like the, you go fuck and tell everyone about it mm. as, like, a, a rite of passage. But there there's this, like, sense of nobility if you're, like, one of the guys that doesn't talk about you don't kiss and tell situation. Oh, yeah. I remember how, where I was when I learned that girls tell each other everything. Yes. I remember exactly where I was. Because I... Oh, I feel so stupid. I asked... I wanted to ask this girl the homecoming. No. F- formal? Mm-hmm. Or prom? I don't remember. And I remember asking her friend. I was like, hey, does she have a date? Come to find out that friend went and told her she decided not to go dance damn (laughs) but that's the thing like to me like i i assume if i tell like a friend like someone's friend that i'm interested they're gonna tell that person and sometimes i use that like i've tried to use that i know girls do because that's how girls work that's so this is a very like binary situation because not all guys and girls are the same but like a lot of dudes don't work that way i feel like such a fucking idiot like because i've done that before where i like Try to become buddy buddy with like one of the friends. It's one of the friends. The friends. The dude is stupid. He might think you're into him. It simply doesn't mean anything. Wow. Right. I feel fool. I feel I'm trying to think foolish. what else. There's stupid stuff like don't pee next to someone. Like you don't have this the urinal next to them. Oh, interesting. I feel like everyone knows that. That makes sense yeah. to me. Um, I feel like there's this also expectation of like this. I, I'm thinking about Vanderpump Rules. Sure and fill me in here so there's like this really tight-knit group of friends and the the group of guy friends are all dating like the same group of girlfriends so it's really like messy Uh but like multiple of the guys have cheated on with other people in the friend group or randos okay and like there have been instances where they'll like 
cover for each other. Right. Like, even though the girl who has been cheated on is their friend, they won't say anything because they're not going to sell out their It's the bro. bros before hoes. And, like, if they do say something, it's, like, the guy is more mad at them for telling than, like, right. anything else. For, for, instead of having to come clean. Yeah. Right. I think, um, I mean, that, again, person by person, because I think if I were to outright know that my friend cheated on someone, I don't think we would continue a friendship in the same capacity. But would you tell the person that they cheated on? Probably not. Yeah. I think honestly that is not my business. I think I feel the same way. I think I would I would expect and maybe urge my friend to mm-hmm. come clean. Mm-hmm. Um and depending on what level like if I'm really good friends with the girl, I might be like, "Hey, y'all need to talk," but I would never out someone like that's messy. Yeah, and then you're and then you are involved. No, I would still leave, but I <laughs> that's messy. But like I don't know, I would be on the other hand, though, if I knew... If you knew, would you tell your girlfriend? <sighs> if, if like, my friend is getting cheated on by his girlfriend or his partner, I think I would... If, ooh, but if, if But if my, if my like, imaginary boyfriend mm-hmm. cheated on me... Right. And you knew, I, and you didn't tell me... I, I would think I would try to tell you. But even, like, even if we weren't, like, close, I, I, I think, like, no, if... It, sorry. If... Someone cheated on me, and their friends mm-hmm. all knew and didn't tell me. I would feel really upset. Are you friends with their friends? But even even if we were like casual friends, like even if it's like, okay, oh, hey, I see you guys once every once, you know, every once in a while. But like, they're his friends. Mm. I would still be mad that they kept that secret for him. For me, it depends on how close I am. Like, if it's you and yeah. it's our relationship, yeah. And someone is cheating. I'd come to you immediately, but if we, if I'm just, if I'm mainly his friend, mm-hmm. and I know I just know you in like group settings, yeah. I might not say something because wow. that's not my business. Mm-hmm. But then, like, what if they just like keep dating, like nothing ever? Happened? I probably wouldn't stay friends with this person. Yeah, I would exit the situation. Ooh, now I'm like torn. I'm very glad I've never had to deal with this before. Right. I don't know if that that's a little. Like that's outside of the realm of guy code, maybe. Maybe it is. Yeah, but I but I was just <clears throat> wondering if it's like uh like, like an understanding. Because it could be like a you know, girls might have this like conflicted feeling, but like maybe guys are like, no matter what, I'm standing by my bro. Some people are. Yeah. And I mean that brings us to the topic of toxicity. Yeah. I think there is this weird well that's what it is, if we're honest, is guys really really want the romantic connection i'll explain this in a second but with other men no i believe that fully um and i don't think this is like i'm not saying anything groundbreaking just log on to any twitter account or tiktok Mm -hmm. and they're talking about it but it's like the the people that specifically straight men want to impress are other men exactly and so many of them like use their relationships with women to impress right men they want the relationship with the woman to satisfy a physical need or make them feel taken care of in a way that a mother might take care of someone mm-hmm. or like yeah to show off do you also i feel like i notice a lot like guy like groups of guy friends like they will have similar dating patterns like if a guy's in a relationship mm-hmm. it's more likely than not that a lot of his friends are also in relationships or if a guy is like I'm single, I'm partying, I'm going out, like, I don't want a girlfriend, you'll notice that all of his friends are single, too. Um, it depends. Okay. I don't know if that, because I feel like that would also apply to women. 
No, I don't think it applies to women. Say more. Like, I definitely, like, do have, like, there are different, like, friends that are for, like, different, I, I want to say for different purposes, but I kind of no, mean, sure. like, that. Like, you know, like, there's the single girlfriend that you will, like, go out with and, like, right. wingman or, like, if your friend's in a relationship, it might be, like, a more chill, like, you know, we are, like, sitting on the couch and we're, like, talking about our feelings, like, that kind of um, person and evening and activity. But, like, I think it's more common to have, like, different goals because, like, I do have some friends who are, like, in love with their partners, but I have also friends who are, like, I don't want to be in a relationship. But I feel like with guys, it's, like, their relationships with women are, more, like you were saying, more actually about their like, relationships with the other men in their lives. Pieces, yeah. So like if they'll be influenced by the mm -hmm. people around them, like, oh, if my buddy just got a girlfriend, it would be convenient if I also got a girlfriend so we can do shit together. So we have the same status. Yeah. Point. Or like if my can, bros want to go out, like I don't want to be the only one with the girlfriend. I don't run in straight men circles, mm -hmm. to be fair. So yeah. I don't know if I'm the expert on this, but my experience is, the the relationships that of, of men is kind of a little less important mm. it's more what you're like willing to do so if you're no longer going to go out and drink mm. you might not be in the friend group anymore as much Yikes. you know what i mean yeah or if, it, whatever you guys your guys's thing is yeah um and so that depends like if you're in a relationship and you still are down to clown yeah you're still just the same level mm -hmm. that's my experience but I do understand that, like, I think it is so real and I'm glad that there's, a, like, words to describe it. But it's just that, like, men want the love and affection of other men. Love yes. and affection, sorry. Um, and women are token pieces to that mm -hmm. in a lot of cases. And I think that <laughs> it all kind of boils down to that. It's, it's really gross and toxic. Mm -hmm. um, it is. It is. It feels like... I, I we've been talking about this analytically and now I'm like starting to feel the like feel gross. gross feeling. Let's talk about really quick. Um, I wrote down queer coding. Oh yeah. Cause there is, I'm there's still unwritten rules amongst well, men, male figures um, within the queer community. Oh, mask people. Say more. I can talk about like groups of gays mm. or groups of like, I don't even know what you call it. Maybe it's just gay code instead of guy code. Yeah. But like, Dating an ex, for an example, someone else's ex, mm -hmm. not off the table. Yeah, that feels like more accepted in queer communities. For I think sure. I, queer communities what I, what goes around a lot is the idea of scarcity, mm. and that for a lot of people, there's there's like queer loneliness. Yeah, and queer the the pool of people around you seems so much smaller in comparison, which it, in a lot of cases it is. Yeah, if if you don't live in a big city or right. you don't live in a city it is with an a big illusion. Population. I will be clear. Yeah. That is a it is a mentality that can be very hurtful mm -hmm. and harmful because everyone's a little gay in my eyes and you can find people just about anywhere. So true. But when it comes to people that are out, people that are like mm -hmm. where you are in terms of being, you know, loud and proud, that pool is certainly smaller. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to dating people, I feel like it is a bit more acceptable for people to pass partners around. Yeah in some way, shape or form. Um, Do you feel like there's that same kind of thing where like, I don't know, I mean, is it more on an even playing field because you're dating the same gender so there's not this like, oh, I'm using my romantic relationships to connect like with friends. Well, the thing is, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of saying I'm, 
I am attracted to you as a same sex person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like my goal isn't necessarily to impress you as my bro. Yeah. Because I can outright say like, I want to fuck you. Yes. Like the line between romanticism and intimacy. Uh huh. Those can be with the same person. You don't have to use another person as a conduit for your Not to say that like gay men in particular are still combating the guy code that that everyone kind of comes from. Like there's still that toxicity amongst, there's so much toxicity Uh amongst gay men. Yeah. And a lot of it's in different ways, but a lot of it's in just the same way. And not to mention what happens when like you walk into a a gay man walking into a barbershop, for example, Mm. code switching. (laughs) So true. (laughs) To talk about that is just like, when you when different groups start to interact with each other, there's this. Uh, it's an unspoken conversation happening. Yeah. That like, this is how I'm gonna act because it makes me feel safe, and the other person is this is how I'm gonna act because X, Y, and Z. Yeah, there's this weird toxic element amongst straight men where it's like they are constantly fighting against this made up, unreal hypothetical situation that they're gonna be hit on by a gay man. Oh, totally. Whereas most gay men aren't going to just, they don't go around being like, hey, are you gay? Do you want to date me? Yeah. Because that's unsafe. Yeah, <laughs> of so course. Many people. Um, and so when people are like making up these hypothetical scenarios of these gay men hitting on you and then getting mad because you're denying them, blah, blah, blah. None of that's real. That's, that's how straight men act. That's exactly how straight men act. But that is the intersection a lot of times between the yeah. gay and the straight community amongst men. It's the like, well, I'm when I can only approach people in a predatory way. Right. So, like, I'm scared that someone's going to approach me in the same way that oh, right. I approach other that, people. That's I approach such women. a good way to put it. Is like, as a straight man, this is how I think hitting on someone is. Yeah. If I hit on a girl and she says no, I'm fully justified in getting mad. Yeah. And so, if if someone hits on me and I say no, which I'm gonna do because I'm totally not fucking gay. Uh huh. I'm. They're gonna get mad at me. Yeah. When the reality is, no one's fucking hitting on you, male, female. <laughs> so true. It, that's true. Yeah. And also, it's like, I've, when I've been hit on, or like, like it doesn't, if somebody, like yesterday, mm-hmm. for example, somebody was like, oh, I just want, excuse me, miss, like, I just wanted to let you know, like, you look really good in your shorts. And then he just walked away. That's... And I was like, thank you. Okay. Like, and that didn't make me feel gross. Like, I, I know it's because my ass looked really good. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that didn't make me feel gross. <laughs> and he didn't, like, stick around and, like, wait for me to, like, continue the conversation. It was just, like, a compliment. And then it was over. And then that made me feel like, but I could have, I could have, if I was like interested, been like, oh, thank you. Like, what's your name? Like, I could have, it, the opportunity was there for me to take the lead. But then when he realized I wasn't going to, he was mm-hmm. like really chill and like was done. But that doesn't like ruin my day. Mm-hmm. That was kind of, it's just like a nice little ego boost. But like when people do come at it, like, and you can tell that you're just like, checking off a box for them or like you're just around or it's like aggressive Mm. like that is scary and I hate that there's like this I hate that that so much of like male female interaction and it sounds like gay male versus straight male interaction is very like confrontational Mm -hmm. or like 
you're trying to like sexuality is like you're trying to get something from me and I want to get something from you. But like, how do I get what I want out of you? It's and it's it's real. I I find it really upsetting and I it scares me like being single. And because I feel like the longer I'm in the dating pool, the good people are snatched up. That's not true. That's scarcity again, right there. I I have to believe that there are some elements of being a dude and having that like connection with other dudes. Yeah. That err on the side of positive, and I don't know what they are, because it's hard sometimes to even tear apart what is what is all coming back to the patriarchy, right? Yeah. Like I like the idea of standing up for people that can't stand up for themselves Mm -hmm. that typically is a a male stereotype doesn't need to be yeah um it also you also don't need to speak up for other people if they have their own voice yeah but it's also like parts of that can't be bad right no i think there's like like so that was just one example there is like definitely like there are there's a positive side to masculinity and like when you see like i don't know like like see men bonding in like a very fun way Mm -hmm. or wholesome way i like to see that like unfortunately the only times i'm like this feels good mm -hmm. is when everyone is there's like a there's a blurred line between queerness Mm -hmm. that's the only time it feels good to me and maybe it's because i i don't always feel i'm not the most feminine person i'm not even fully Mm -hmm. gay but it's like I've kind of seen too much of the other side to ever want to go back to whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The only time men hanging out with other men feels good if if, if it's an understanding that no one's going to be toxic here. Yes. And if you are, we're calling you out for it. Uh-huh. And women are welcome in this space. Exactly. It's <clears> not an exclusionary right. space. That's the only time it feels good. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel very glad. And a lot of it is living in this big city. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is the community that I have created in my own life. A lot of it is me being myself mm-hmm. around other people that I think builds this environment. But I have to also believe that as time goes on, those spaces become more and more abundant or more and more like available to yeah, people. Yeah, I would hope. Like as bad as TikTok is in terms of productivity, it is good to see examples of good masculinity, Mm -hmm. healthy masculinity. And a lot of that is just shutting up and allowing other voices to be louder than yours for a time, you know? Or, yeah, or just like bonding in a way that's not like at the expense of other people. And understanding that femininity, femininity Uh in its black and white form isn't the enemy. Yes. You don't constantly have to prove that you're so masculine that no one could ever think you're feminine mm-hmm. to be a man. Because, like, of course, that just, like, paralyzes you right. in this cycle. It negates half of who you are. Yeah. Everyone has masculine. Everyone has feminine. And if, if, if you are so afraid of being feminine that you train yourself to hate it Mm -hmm. then you are stuck in the cycle of never having any sort of meaningful relationship with a woman and then all of that is just is into the feedback loop of i fuck i fuck girls to impress my bros or like i'll get a girlfriend if my if it's convenient for me socially right then it's like you 
I think like so many women probably know what it feels like to to date someone who you kind of feel like fundamentally hates you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's so very stark. Yeah. But like you don't understand like as a as a man like you just closing yourself off to anything that isn't like so straight laced like purely masculine mm -hmm. really isolates you and right. it cuts you off from your own full spectrum well it's done out of fear mm -hmm. and a misunderstanding and it's done to impress other people in the same exact boat as you mm -hmm. because that is the community that you've convinced yourself is safe yeah right because if you step out of that you're instantly ostracized from it mm -hmm. but th the thing is is like there are spaces where you will be absolutely accepted right, and i i wish i wish more men knew that i and, really do yeah absolutely and i also i i sometimes like have this very like negative view of masculinity and it feels like very threatening or it feels like really toxic and like mm. when you are like in the dating market and like or you are with someone and mm -hmm. they you can tell that there's this like layer of misogyny under it it's like then i i hate the person too I hate the man that I'm talking to in the bar. Mm. Like I automatically hate you. And then I'm in a relationship with someone and I have the opposite effect where I'm like, I fucking hate you because you're a man, even though I like you. Yeah. And I don't want to do, like, I don't want to do that. Cause that's also preventing me from like having a and truly, that, that comes back to this weird, it's weird to say it, but the concept of a, a safe man, mm -hmm. right? Cause there are men out there masculine figures if that is what you are attracted to that will allow you to be who you are and not penalize you for it mm -hmm. and are a little bit of that themselves yeah right i think the majority of straight men and maybe not even the majority but like the ones that often get our attention are toxic in a lot of ways yeah. but they're not the ones for you yeah yeah i understand the longer you're there the, the more it wears on you yeah but it doesn't mean that the, the this quote unquote safe men are becoming more and more unavailable. Mm -hmm. It it does feel like that though. Yeah. Like I, I also feel like the longer like men are single, the more the more entrenched they become in these ideas of like only using women to impress mm. bros. And then it's harder to like see women as people. And it and and the reverse side of like maybe if you met your partner at 20 you see her as a person yeah because you weren't steeped in this culture mm. for years and years and years and it's not getting better quite honestly you know and like these the negative the negative experiences that i've had as well like reinforce sure. i feel like i've talked about my misandry journey yeah. But like the the more negative experiences I have, the more that reinforces my hatred of men. There's yeah. It's the hatred of men of a specific type. All men have something to answer for. I believe yeah. that. Me included. But there are men that are maybe outside that box of not talking to you specifically, but what people are used to mm -hmm. that may just be a little queer. That may yeah. just be a little in touch maybe don't have to love men physically but like they're in touch with the side of themselves that others are yeah. denying or like the or who are because i am attracted to masculinity like 
the kind of masculinity that is just like stable, protective, sure. self-reliant. Right. Those elements of being a man, again yeah. in quotes, that do feel positive yeah. if not used as weapons. Yes. Like creative, mm-hmm. passionate, like these like positive or like, you know, being and being able to bond with other men. Mm-hmm. Like that's sweet. I want you to have friends who you love. Like I I want you guys to go fishing together or like write a song together, you know? I'm like <laughs> on a tangent. I'm not saying that like men can't have friends. I I I just <laughs> I just I just want to be around the the kind of masculinity that's like um it that feels fun that feels safe that feels like inclusive and, and like you deserve that tilly y- you know that exists and you deserve that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i think i i have to also work on not hating men so much yeah but yeah that takes time and examples because mm-hmm. men keep finding ways to yeah to have not as against them and it just the the feeling of being so like disposable like that is that grinds my gears. Yeah. At the end of the day, guy code feels toxic, but there are parts that are fun, mm-hmm. especially when you break them. Like don't pee next to somebody. Peeing in the someone urinal. next to someone in the urinal, kissing your friends on the lips, mm. letting girls know that you know you go in for your yearly circumcision. Like certain rules that you you break. I know feel that's a not real. Fun. I know that. <laughs> Not real. Prove it. You. What do you mean? Prove it. <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to talk about? With I kind of want to talk about circumcision now, but that's fine. We'll save it for another day. <laughs> Catch us in our next episode, and we only talk about circumcision. <laughs> As a woman, I have very strong opinions. Oh shit! <laughs> Actually, I do. <laughs> um. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're a man, just apologize. First of all, apologize, but then like put a skirt on, flounce around, and and do something masculine. Like go go chop down a tree. Sure. And like just see how that feels. Do it, but also don't do it at the expense of someone who's not masculine. Uh huh. Okay. Don't chop down your girl neighbor's tree. Kiss yeah. your friends on the mouth, but say yes, homo. Uh huh. That's all I'm asking. Say yes, homo. Doesn't have to be weird. Wait, I'm like now thinking of, okay, I'm going to put in the like, um, in the Instagram post, the Marsha P. Johnson guy. That guy grinds my gears. (laughs) He makes me like physically angry. This was like in 2020 when everyone was acting like a fool on the internet. But this like white guy who's straight, I think. Um, he says he's straight, but we're all like, mm, okay. But it's like his his like style is very like he I'm paints gonna wear his nails and wear, wears pearls. Exactly. And has a deep v. Like as like same bitch. <laughs> as right. I also hate when men say bitch. Oh, I've gotten <laughs> mad at people before. I've gotten mad at Max Rand one time. Max Adjusting Rand. my vocabulary, henceforth. Um, that's okay. It's just my personal whatever. Um, and what was I saying? He was. <laughs> He was like, everyone is like saying that like I'm so brave for wearing, you know, what I wear. But I just want to say like I didn't invent this style. I credit trans women of color 
who created this these this fashion sense. Like I credit Marsha P. Johnson with the way that I dress. Like it makes me angry. Marsha P. Johnson did not. She did not, not die like, on the cross for this. Dedicate like she did not <laughs> like dedicate her no. time and energy to fighting for queer liberation for a straight man to wear pearls and be like, "Thank you, Marsha. You paved the way." Don't I, be don't be that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't don't do that. If you want to wear pearls, like wear pearls. Also, this is a whole other topic we can talk about later straight men using like queer coded style and language and oh, interests, queer baiting queer baiting to mm-hmm. infiltrate to appear more in touch with their feminine side yes like i am a safe man sometimes it's sometimes it's guys not a fucking painted... act. just be safe just right don't be an asshole and i've fallen for this before but sometimes guys who paint their nails are worse okay Period. Period. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, <laughs> I hate men. We put so okay. Much. We put out episodes every Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at NoFucksPod. That's N O F U Q S P O D. We have a website, NoFucksPod.com, and a Gmail address, NoFucksPod at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Nope. Yeah, gmail.com. You can send us um, what you see the guy code as. Yeah, I'm interested to know if you are female or non-binary how do you interact with the guy code love to know i would love to know if you are male if you're straight apologize sorry men talk talk to us men used to build houses now i just build walls metaphorically yeah um yeah so interested to know please send this episode to a friend if you have a man in your life send it to him send it to your dad no don't do that um (laughs) But yeah, please like blow this podcast up so I can afford like the new phone that I just bought. Um, (laughs) Okay. Okay. We almost made it through. Almost made it through. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, this is the the part one to this. Next week will be Girl Code. Yeah. So get ready for that. Get ready. Get ready. Okay. All right. I have Uh, no follow up question. (laughs) Okay. No, you say it. Oh. It's you, your episode because you you're a man. No, you say it. Go ahead. The energy in my bedroom feels <laughs> in my good Christian stinky. bedroom. I'm just fucking with you. I have no follow up questions. I don't think I have any follow up questions either. Bye. Bye.